What's going on, everybody? This is Clayton. This is the podcast called Sports, in quotations. Today I'm going to be talking about the Atlanta Braves and their heart for people and my heart for the Braves and kind of where uh, my fandom kind of came from. So uh, the Atlanta Braves are a Major League Baseball team. They're uh, in Atlanta, obviously, actually Cobb County. Uh, they moved there to Cobb County about three years ago when the new stadium was built. It's called SunTrust. Um, and so when I was about seven years old, um, I used to spend a lot of time at my grandparents' house. And at that time, the Braves were really, really, really good. And um, my grandfather made me watch the Braves roughly every night. Um the Atlanta Braves and baseball in general play 162 games a year, um, which is why it feels like baseball season is the whole year because it typically is. You go uh, from the end of March to October if you make the postseason. Um, so as much time as I spent with my grandparents, uh, we, we probably watched the Braves every single night um, that I spent with them which is kind of where my fandom came from. Um, They were really good at the time, and they were good in the 90s. Uh, They used to be owned by a guy named Ted Turner, and Ted Turner owned uh, TBS, which was a channel that everyone across the country got uh, if they had cable, or even if they didn't have cable, which is why a lot of times you hear uh, people just across the country say that they're Braves fans, because... They were Atlanta's or America's team uh, because everyone watched them because they were on TBS. Uh, in the 90s, though, it kind of struck uh, lightning in a bottle. They had three really good pitchers, um, and they kind of dominated the whole league for over a decade. Uh, they only won one World Series, but they won their division, which was the NL East, pretty much every year for uh, up until, I believe, 05, maybe 06, Um, which is why people were Braves fans just across the country. And uh, my grandfather was a big Braves fan, which made me a big Braves fan. Um, But when my grandfather died, um, when I was in eighth grade, we kind of started a, a rebuild. It's kind of a new term um, that baseball has kind of adopted over the last couple of years. And what that means is you essentially trade all of your players, or not all of your players, but players that you don't see um, helping you in the long run. And you essentially trade off those players for assets and you trade them for young prospects that you could see turning into somebody that could help you in the long run. And so my grandfather died assuming that we were just going to suck for the rest of eternity. Um, Thankfully, we don't. We're actually really good. We're on pace to win 100 games. And if you win, if if the schedule is 162 games, you win 100 games, it means you're one of the best players, one of the best teams in in the league and the Braves are, I'd say we're probably top four, maybe even 
top three. Uh, but the reason I bring up the Braves is we are we kind of a different type of team, uh, and we kind of run our organization a little bit differently than other teams. Uh, the Yankees and the Red Sox they kind of they have what what you would call an open checkbook. Their owners actually will basically spend as much money as they feel they need to in order to get players. And that's what they're what you would call a, a large market team. They have a large fan base in New York and and the new in you know New England like Boston or Massachusetts and uh, the Braves are what you would call a mid market team. And so a mid market team typically has pretty good money, but not enough for the owners to spend four hundred million dollars in the off season. And so what. The Braves do, that's similar to the Astros, who recently won a World Series in 2016. Uh, what the Braves do is they build within. So they draft uh, players. They uh, get international free agents. There's an international signing period in July uh, where typically you're going to find your what they would call franchise cornerstones. Those are the, the 16-year-olds that are switch hitting and hitting really hitting really well and playing really great defense as high school kids and 16-year-olds, basically. And you kind of project that they're going to be good in the long haul. And so they get signed to – they get signed for little than nothing, $500,000 or $30,000. It's a very wide range, very sketchy type of business, Um, international signing. But uh, what the Braves did – leading up to the rebuild as they really honed in on the international free agency uh, with these kids. And when I say kids, I mean they're literally 14, 15, 16-year-olds. And so they uh, traded away pretty much all their assets, and they found a couple different guys. Uh, If you look up, you know, Ronald Acuna, uh, Ozzy Albies, um, those are just two that... I would say are probably the cornerstones of our team currently. Uh, there's another guy, Christian Pache. He plays uh, in Gwinnett right now. He's projected to be uh, a player for us next year. More than likely, he's one of the better players that we have in our farm system uh, in Gwinnett. And so, what I I bring up these guys because they pretty much what they do is they. They pack up their things. They say goodbye to their family for a while or for a long period of time um, just so they can play baseball in America. It's it's typically their Latin American kids who um, are not from money. They, uh, they get scouted at really young ages, and the brave scouts and major league scouts in general see a lot of uh, projection in these kids, and they pretty much convince them to sign with their team for – either little money or a lot of money and they pack up everything and they get sent to America or they get sent to uh, whatever the minor league systems low all low ball team is. And they essentially play baseball for free um, for a little bit. And their signing bonuses are big. For instance, Ronald Acuna's signing bonus was, I believe a little over $50,000, which is a lot for a, a 15-year-old kid, and 
But I, I bring up the international free agents um, to talk a little bit about uh, the Braves' heart for people. And uh, what I say, what I mean by that is uh, these kids, they don't know English. And the Braves have done a really good job of really teaching them uh, our language. There's a guy named Franco Garcia. And essentially what he does is if, a Ron, if Ronald or um, Ozzy or uh, Johan Camargo, who's one of our utility players, if they have a huge game, they're typically going to get interviewed by uh, Fox Sports Southeast, which is um, the premier um, cable channel for the Braves. And they have a big game. They're typically going to get interviewed. And while these kids do know... English. See, Ronald's 21 years old now. He's been in America, I believe, for about six years, maybe five years. While they know English, they're not always comfortable knowing English. And so what the Braves have done is um, they basically have Franco. uh, He's kind of a cult legend in the Braves organization. When people see see him on social media or uh, on TV, everyone kind of gets excited because he's just a really nice guy. Franco is basically teaching them English. Uh, he translates for them for interviews, and he's basically really one of their best friends. Um, and what's really cool is Christian Pache, who's in Gwinnett. Uh, Gwinnett, the Stripers actually have a um, they actually have a translator. It's actually Franco Garcia's mom. She's a retired English teacher, um, and she's actually teaching Christian Pache English. Uh, just for those types of moments when uh, he has a big game one day for the Atlanta Braves and he gets interviewed by Fox Sports Southeast um, so that he can feel comfortable uh, talking to our reporters. I think that's what's so special about sports and what's so special about the Braves is um, they kind of meet you where they are. The Braves are a little bit different um, than other teams in the sense that they really – there's kind of a camaraderie and a, a family type of atmosphere for um, for their team. And you can see the Latin American kids like Ozzy and Acuna, they really, um, they really get along well with the guys that were drafted um, by the Braves. And you kind of see a family atmosphere. And I think that's just throughout the whole organization that the Braves – Um, really care for their players, whether they're from a little island called Curacao, like Ozzy Albies or Venezuela, like uh, Ronald Acuna, or um, from Canada, like Freddie Freeman. Uh, They care for everybody. And so I think what's so special about sports and what's so special about the Braves and what kind of separates them from other teams is that they, they really meet players where they are. And I think that them putting such an emphasis on uh, teaching our Latin American players, English, uh, it's kind of the same way that, uh, we as a church need to meet people where they are. We don't, we never know what's, what's going on on the inside, but I think what's so special, um, and what can be special about the church and a way that we can kind of, uh, put two and two together and tie two strings together between sports and between the church is that we can kind of meet people where they are the same way that the Braves, meet people, meet their players where they are. 
So uh, that's all I've got. Um, Hope you enjoy it. And uh, see you next week.